Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Rob Phillips. Hi, Molly Bay. Today is the Bucks won. Yeah, <laughs> that's what day it the is. The Bucks victory party. Bucks victory day. Need to put that in our calendar. We got that we got that one locked up. Woo, As we thought, baby. And I just want to point out that my score prediction was thirty-one to twenty. Oh, so close! So what was close. Thirty-one seventeen. Yeah. Oh. I know. That was sweet. My prediction was 45-10 because I was angry. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, we should have been 45-10. We let them come back. And that's a that's an issue I do have with this game. Now we just we stomped them. We we beat them down. It was it was elbows. It was flying from the top ring. It was hitting them with chairs. They couldn't do anything on us unless we let them, which we did. And that bothered me. Mm-hmm. That we let them. I don't know if we were playing prevent or whatever, but it, yeah, everything Christian, underneath was open. Christian McCaffrey, oh, he did better than I. Actually, he didn't do as good as I thought he did. He had 59 yards. I mean, last season Rushing? in, yeah, last well, season. Well, he in, left in the fourth quarter. Too, right. Yeah. But last year, two games combined, he had 69 yards. Well, that's that means we're going to hold him to 20 yards next time. <laughs> Y'all can't do nothing against us. Mm-mm. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers we're talking about here. Tom Brady. And Rob Gronkowski had zero catches. That eh, was disappointing. Well, he had that one that he was interfered, right? The yeah, one target. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There, you know, we had this problem last year where we had four. We had a great tight end stable, and we didn't use them effectively. I felt I complained about that quite a bit. I feel the same way this year. Yeah. You know, with Godwin being out, we should have used the tight ends more. And Gronkowski is doing great blocking. Uh, we are getting some good blocking going on with our tight ends. Gronkowski mainly. <laughs> uh, yeah. To that end, O.J. Howard had one reception for 11 yards. Yeah. See, that's Of three just, targets. He did have three targets. So That's just not... Uh, I don't know. Especially uh, the caliber of tight end that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got Kittle and Ertz and all these guys. They got one good tight end. They just they just beat the heck out of them. It's like every mm-hmm. play, boom, 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 tight end, tight end, tight end, you know? And you're playing against these squads with weak linebackers, which when you get tight ends that do well, it's usually against linebackers. That's who covers tight ends. And... The Carolina Panthers have, they're basically all rookie linebackers. I think they got one veteran linebacker. Yeah, that to hear Whitehead. No, it was the other guy. Another guy. Who, who's, who are their linebackers? I don't know. You, you don't I'm have it pulled up? No. Anyhow, they got, they got a weak linebacker going. They, they got a weak everything. Yeah. Let's just, well, let's they had the infographic from last week that they had like 16 missed tackles on defense, and mm-hmm. that was the second in the yeah. league. Yeah, and when we watched the game, we've watched it three times, I think, from last week, the Carolina game. You know, Molly pointed out, said, these guys can't tackle. Mm-hmm. I don't think we utilize that enough. You know, I'm going to complain a little bit about our play calling. I think that we're too stuck in Arian's offense. Now, Jameis Winston did great in this offense. I mean, he marched the ball down the field, and, you know, it'd be, you know, march, 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 score. March, 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 turnover, pick six. March, 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 score. But we moved the ball down the field. And, you know, this offense is predicated on that. It's just like uh, Cutter's offense. We we faced a team that they just don't know how to tackle. They're just not a good tackling team. And you saw with Fournette, you know, he just ran the ball, just ran it, ran it, ran it. They couldn't tackle him. And, uh, you know, we should have done more of that. But we, instead, we like that, the big chunk plays, the 15-yard plays. That's what we shoot for, you know, the uh, the big uh, passing plays. You know, Arians is a passing guy. I feel like, uh, you know, he gets a little old. He gets a little stale, you know. And we definitely saw it in the third quarter, little bit in the second quarter where you know they were stopping us we couldn't get the ball down the field and we didn't 
adjust. You know, everybody talks about mm-hmm. adjustments. Yeah, we yeah. never adjust. It's always the same thing every time. And I think we should have done a lot more screen passes and uh, getting the the ball in the backs of runners because Carolina just, they're not that great tacklers. Mm-hmm. They're not got that good at it. But we didn't capitalize on that. We don't play as strategically as I like. But we won. We won. Hey, it did the job. Let's talk about some good stuff. That's uh, yeah. So, we, got the, we got the bad stuff out of the way. That's that's all the bad I'm going to well, say. You know, Ralph, and it, it does. You do have a point because, like, total yards, Carolina had 427 to our 339. Are you serious? Yes, they almost beat us by 100 yards. Wow. In so many metrics. I mean, like passing, they had 340 yards to our 217. And we shut them down in the first quarter. All the way up into the second half of the second quarter, we shut them down. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they couldn't do anything. And then we started playing this weird defense. It was almost like a prevent. You know, we were doing four guys on the line of scrimmage. And, you know, they were getting all this underneath stuff and just able to move the ball down the field effectively. You know? yeah. And, you know, what's so crazy is that consistently, like, and when we did the podcast, the instant reactions last season, I would do the same thing. I pull up the stats, the box score on ESPN, and you kind of see where each team stacks up. And there were so many games where it's like we were dead even in every metric but turnovers. And that's kind of the same. I mean, they did kill us in yardage, but here it's the turnovers. I mean, there's four, they had four turnovers to R2. They beat us in time to time of possession. Wait a they had four turnovers. They committed four oh, turnovers. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I was like, what? to our we yeah. had four. We committed to. Okay, now. sorry. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I would not <laughs> think that would be confusing. I'm probably confused a lot of people. Um, and their time of possession, they had 34 minutes and 32 seconds. What? There, I know. Isn't that insane? We, at the second half, we were beating them by three minutes yeah. in time of possession. No, we so had. That means in the, I mean, in the first half. So the second half, they gained six minutes in time yeah. of possession on us. Holy crap! See, we yeah. had. See, yeah. we ended the game with twenty-five minutes of the possession. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? I did not know that. And yeah, pe- we were killing them in time of possession yeah. in the first half. And here's a metric that is infinitely improved from last week: uh, penalties. The Carolina Panthers had nine for 77 yards. We only had five for 37 yards. That's incredible. Okay. Now, I want to direct everybody to the last podcast because I don't want you to miss that. We had no holding calls in the last game. You know how many holding calls we had in this game? One. And it came in the... Oh my goodness! Late in the game, late, late, late in the game. I've got it. Oh, wait, you know what? That's last week's notes. Um, <laughs> get it together, Ralph. Uh, I was like, uh, you know what? Atlanta Falcons <laughs> lost. <laughs> We're gonna talk to that. Uh, ten eighteenth in the in the fourth quarter. Ten eighteen in the fourth quarter was the first holding call, and that was against Carolina. So we've gone two games without any holding calls on us, but we went a game and three and a half quarters without any holding calls against the defense. Now, I saw three calls that should have been holding in this game. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to it. We'll see in the, the game film. But there's something going on with that. There's something going on with this holding. Like mess. maybe the league is not enforcing yeah, them. Yeah, there's something. And uh, it's going to be woe to the team that doesn't figure this out. Hmm. Yeah. So you were bringing up penalties. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yes, we did great on our penalties. We were we were a little bit more disciplined, but I did not like the uh, second half mm-hmm. or the second quarter, the last part of it, all the way up until the fourth quarter. Although we did great, we held them to what was it? Uh, eh, these notes. Need your glasses too. I, I need to be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> oh, no, it was us. <laughs> yeah, the about midway through the second quarter, all the way through the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, we sucked. We did not play good football. We had 18 total yards in the third quarter. Wow. Yeah, with what, uh, three possessions. Wow. Going into the fourth quarter. We had two possessions in the third quarter and then 
a possession in the fourth quarter. We had 18 yards. Yeah, that was bad. Which they only got seven points in the third quarter, so. Yeah. There's that. Right. Uh, but we did we, – we totally changed our defense. It was very strange, very strange. I mean, uh, d- d- our defensive coordinator is very good. He's very strategic, and he throws a lot of weird stuff out there. And we talked about this when, when we hired him, that we're going to see a lot of weird stuff from him. And we do. We see a lot of weird stuff. There was a lot of dropbacks again with Barrett, JPP, uh, a lot of strange calls. Vita Vea dropped back, which I think is <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. He can jump like three inches. I can understand don't do it. <laughs> trying to be tricky with your defense, but got to be a, a little line. bit effective. Yeah, he he ain't gonna knock any passes down <laughs> unless you throw it right at him. He's not defending shit. Uh, uh, so you know we got a lot of uh, strange calls in that quarter, and uh, you know we 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 totally changed our defense at that time. Because we were up by three scores, so you know it was a it was a prevent type. You know we were really draining the clock. I felt, but we were allowing them to march down the field, and eventually they'd score. Don't like that. But yeah, we were held to eighteen yards by our offense. I don't mm-hmm. like that either. Offense have got to start clicking. I felt like we took our foot off the brakes, off the gas, off the gas. We put our foot on the gas. I don't know how to drive a stick. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> uh, we took our foot off the gas. We were killing it. I mean, we were we were just beating a mess out of these guys. Mm-hmm. And they're not a good football team. No. They're not a good football team. They're totally new. Everything's new from top to Rebuild. bottom. Rebuild. Yeah, totally new. We we should have done a lot better. I felt, I felt like the first quarter, the first quarter and a half and the fourth quarter, that's us. And if we would have done that through the, you know, Third quarter, you know, we I, I just felt like we just kind of went, okay, you know, we're just going to kind of bleed the clock out a little bit and let them do their thing. And I don't like that. I wanted to see a 45-10 game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I agree I'm, with you. I'm still angry about last week. <laughs> we should have taken it out on the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. No, I agree with you. And I mean, how many games have we seen as Buccaneers fans where you're up by 21 and then you still lose? Like every Buccaneers fan. The Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) How about the Falcons? I mean, come on, guys. Uh, What are y'all doing? They got beat 40 to 39. Was that the final score? Oh, my God. Something like that. Yes, that's onside kick. If you didn't watch the game, Dallas kicked an onside <laughs> kick. They were down by two, 37-35, I think. Can't remember. And they kicked an onside kick, and all the Falcons guys sat there and watched it roll across the 10-yard line. Weird to say. None of the Dallas guys blocked the Falcons guys, and then it rolled across the 10-yard line, and the Dallas guy just jumped on the ball. Very undisciplined. It was so it was bad. Like, wow. Like, what are you doing? It's almost like they can't not blow a lead. You got this dynamic offense out there that could do all this. Woo, 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 woo. And they, you know, they, they play some entertaining football, but when it comes down to it, they're like, uh, and then lose. we don't know how to win, <laughs> which I'm very thankful for. <laughs> Dallas. Good job. I got a Dallas friend who I immediately sent him a text in big, large cap letters with all kinds of exclamation points and emojis. I was like, Dallas. Yes. Thank you. So all we need now is the Saints to win, to lose tonight against uh, the Raiders. <sighs> you know. Come on. Yeah. Come on, NFL. I know. Freaking sweeten up the uh, the Saints there. Handing them a bunch of easy. <sighs> Whatever. That's all right. We got Carolina week two. So. It was a good game. Yes, it was. Thankfully. Yes. It was windy as hell. So windy. Windy. It was it, I, I was very impressed with how both quarterbacks performed in their uh their passing. They they threw some good balls, both of them. I mean, you would see there were there was a lot of inaccuracy, but as windy it was I mean, it was like hurricane winds almost. Yeah, I thought so. Very it was yeah. it at at the beginning of the game, the uh 
The uprights. The uprights were twisted and leaning to the left. I don't think they ever fixed that because they showed... <laughs> that helped our kicker. I know. Well, they showed Ryan suck up, I think, the extra point at the end of the game. Uh, and it was still slanted. Really? I thought I thought so. Look that way yeah, to me. But... Yeah, I don't know. How do you fix that? I mean, I you have to stop the game and get a construction crew out there or whatever. But yeah, it was real tilted. Uh, Whitehead, great game. Our, our our defense, great game. Except, except, and I'm going to say this, Vita Vea and Shaquille Barrett. Now, Shaquille, I understand, because they can have him play in a very different role this year, which I don't like. I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. I mean, Shaquille Barrett is a master technician at getting to the quarterback, and I don't mind him dropping back and playing different roles, but they're doing it way too much with him. Like I said, 13 times <clears throat> last week, dropping him back in coverage. No. No, 22% of the time he was on the field, he was <laughs> in coverage. No. But do you think also other teams have learned that they need to account for him? Uh, yeah, but you can't stop him. And I think he's disenfranchised. The way he's playing and what I'm seeing from him, I'm not, I'm not seeing that uh, – that trickiness. That I wonder if it has to do with his contract. He's upset he didn't get his contract. Might be. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Um, I was a little annoyed with Devin White. Like he missed a couple of tackles, I thought. But then I'm looking at the stat sheet and he leads the team with 15 tackles today. So I'm going to cut him some slack. <laughs> <laughs> 15 tackles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Out of what? 60 plays? I know. That's. Let me see. He had. 15 tackles, 11 solo, a TFL, a pass defendant, and a quarterback hit. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else you can ask for. <laughs> you know? Those are uh, Luke numbers right I there. know. And here's what I love even more than this is Antoine Winfield was number two on the like lit stat like sheet. Him. 11 tackles, eight solo, one sack, and a quarterback hit. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is talking about what a steal he was in the second round. This the is fact that we got him. Yes, definitely. I mean, he might get rookie of the year. Okay. This is his second game in I know, the NFL. He's been like that. And he's Isn't playing at veteran level. I know. And all right. So let's talk about Jason Light because yes, the man cannot find a kicker oh. to save his life. But look what he does with defensive backs. <laughs> I mean, the the, trade-off there, you're like... "Mm." But then again, he's picked like 75 defensive backs. That's probably true. (laughs) So, no. But you you have noticed that the Jason-like chatter disappeared. I know. I know. know? I know a lot of people hate Jason Light. Or they did. They did. You can't now. I know. You can't argue with his results. (laughs) The Domicong Sioux. Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett. uh, Gronkowski. Right. Oh, and then all the guys we drafted, all the Devin guys we White. drafted, yeah. yeah, it was a good team. I think it's over. Good team. Just stop. Yes, I love it. Uh, yeah, so I was very happy with the defense, especially those five sacks. Five, five. sacks. Yes, five. Good. Uh, Against the veteran offensive line, they know they haven't played together a lot, right? But you know they're veterans. It's not a bunch of rookies out there. Antoine Winfield had one. Sue had two. Hello, Sue. Hello, Sue. Uh, he led the team. JPP had one, and Golston had one. Golston, I'm going to say this. Golston is our defensive uh, star right now. I love him. Yes, he has, he is playing like he's playing angry. He's playing mean and fast. Last week, you know, he was he he did great. This week, he did better. You know, you got Winfield, you've got uh, Whitehead, you've got uh, Carlton Davis. They're doing outstanding. I know. These are people who I really feel like have thrived under this coaching staff and this defense. Carlton Davis in particular has made so many strides. Which is funny. Golston... Is our veteran. He's our longest tenure. <laughs> this is so weird player. because I still <laughs> consider him like a young buck, like yeah. a young guy. And we were like, how many years has he been on the team? Seven, we're, we're eight? Seven, I don't even know. Yeah. It's been a lot. It's been a long time. He's yeah. had an extension already. This is the first year he's been a starter. 
That's crazy. Yeah, good for him too. Yeah, Remember when good. we got Sue and he was like following him around like a puppy dog? Oh, they were God, on the yeah. mic'd up thing. Yeah, I loved it. And uh, Goldston was like sitting next to Sue. He was like, "I want to know everything that you know." Yes. <laughs> and he sits beside him on the bench. I love that. But but not That's like awesome. on the bench. He sits at his feet. With a helmet. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I, I mean, know. you know, if you, and it's helped, you know, Goldston has yeah. elevated his game. Yeah. I've always liked him. He's been a great run stuffer, but he has really uh, upped his game this year. Ronald Jones. Ooh, I, w- I do want to talk about this. Yeah. Which I texted a relative uh, last week, or actually three days ago. And they said, do I start Fournette? And I said, there is a chance that later in the season, he will take Rojo's job, but you just stash him. Right. I wouldn't start then. him because he's going to be too inconsistent, yep. but definitely stash him. And, and he had 28 fantasy points mm-hmm. today. Yep. He was our leading rusher. Yep. I put uh, Fournette on the bench and played Royal Jones, and I'm going to lose my fantasy football league <laughs> because of that. But I'm very happy about it. I think Fournette showed he's a starter. I think so too, and I don't dislike Rojo. He doesn't have the vision. Yeah, he's got the desire. He's got the oomph, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and he's got good feet, but he doesn't have that vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I pointed out, you'll see it in the uh, things I found interesting. He was running behind Tristan Wirfs one time, and he had the option to go left or right. And the way the defensive lineman that Worth was blocking, the way he was positioned, he should have went left. And you could tell he cut to the right and then went like he was going to go for the left. He couldn't make up his mind, ran right into the back of Tristan Worth. That's what you see with Ronald Jones a lot, just not the vision you want. Fournette, as we talked about in the podcast after watching game film on him, He's a master technician, elite level, being able to see, uh, following his cues, mm-hmm. noticing where to go, following his blockers, uh, seeing how the defense is positioned. He does not run two players, which Ronald Jones has a habit of doing. He runs two defenders and, and tries to, you know, roll, bowl them over. Fournette doesn't do that. He, he tries to avoid everybody he can. And we saw, <laughs> quite a few plays today where that benefited us. So he is going to be the starter going from here forth. Yes. I'm not uh, mad about it either. He had 12 carries. At one run, he had 29. It was, it 46 was yard. Long. 46 yard. When was the last time we had a 46 yard rush for a touchdown? Uh, Probably Doug Martin. That's what I was thinking. Doug yeah. Martin, 2013. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he had 103 yards on 12 carries and two touchdowns. Yep, and I sat him on my bench. Guess who I'm starting next week? <laughs> Ronald Jones had seven carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Feel feel kind of sad for Ronald Jones. I do. But at the same time, I want the Buccaneers to win. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about Ali Marpet really quick? Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure he was getting called for that penalty. I did too. I did. He ran over. He <laughs> was is, angry. What was that? The first quarter? Yes. Angry, angry alley. I'm locking up. And I'm back. Um, so it was a third down and Shady got stopped, got tackled, and there was a late hit by the defender, which Ali Marpet took <sighs> exception to. I think he's been hanging out with Jensen too long. <laughs> <laughs> going to Jensen's barbecue parties. I know. And he got chippy. I thought the penalty was going to be on us. but I did too. I, I didn't think it was a good penalty. Good call on uh, the late hit. I thought it was great. I'll take it, it though. benefited the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, to see Marpet get chippy with somebody is a very, very. No, it was so unusual very, very. for him. Really out of character. Yeah. So I was happy to see it. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, strip sacks, fumbles, interceptions. It was good to see our defense uh, pull it off. Turnovers. I like that. 
Yeah. He loved turnovers. You don't like it, – it's been too long where the offense has given over more turnovers. What do we have? How many turnovers do we have Two. today? Two. One was an interception by Tom Brady, which I said, and I'm going to pull up the clip on this, that Tom Brady was going to throw more interceptions this year than he has in his whole career. Receipts. Receipts. Ralph got Pulling receipts. Pulling them up. Hey, when, when you win, trumpet that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he had an interception, and then we had a fumble, right? Yeah, it was that handoff. That's right, which I think was his fault. Uh you know, he fumbled the ball. It was it was a little hard coming out when he got it. It was in the shotgun, and it was bobbling in his hand, and he stuck it down, and he did not get it in Rojo's basket, and it hit him in the elbow. So I think it was Tom Brady's fault. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, what did you think about that pass that bounced off of Cyril Grayson's helmet? That was infuriating to me. I was like, <laughs> if it hits your face, you should be catching it. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. We have a that rule in the house mm-hmm. where is it, if it hits your hand, you should catch it. You should catch it. That's your fault. If it's hitting your hand, it's your fault if you yeah. don't catch it. We're got to add the face because mm-hmm. it's been two weeks in a row. Mike mm-hmm. Evans last week got hit right in the face, went right through his hands, hit him in the face, bounced off his helmet. This one was just as bad. It was like a 40-yard pass. Yes. Beautiful bomb right he had down, that hit one. Him right in the helmet. That was on him. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we to his defense, we did just bring him up from the practice squad, so I don't know yeah. how much time he's yeah. had with Tom I Brady. I never even but heard of the guy. He's a track star, and that's what Rondé Barber was talking about on the broadcast. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Here's what happens when you get a track star playing mm-hmm. football. Didn't we have that Olympian, too, that yeah. Dirk Cutter brought in that never yeah. uh, he was going to have him do returns? Was that Cutter? I think so. Yeah, that was a little bit before Cutter, but. Oh, you maybe. might be right. You might be right. Well, Cutter was probably the offensive coordinator. Well, that wouldn't matter. That should be a fact check follow up. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll remember um, it right here. Mike Evans had a beautiful uh, big play. Can't remember how many yards it was. He like had a really good game. He was our top receiver. I think he had 100 plus yards. Okay. Yeah. So he showed up today. He did have one dropped pass. Too many dropped passes. I think there was three. I wonder if they're just not used to catching it. <laughs> when, it's, Brady yet. when it's right in oh. their hand. <laughs> yeah. Or in your face, in the right. case of Cyril Grayson. <laughs> I just want to point out that Ralph has my sparkly Buccaneers koozie. I got the girl koozie. The girl. So I'm like. From the strip club. I can't even. This one's like a wedding favor. Every time she finds That's glitter on me, she's like, Have you been to the strip club? <laughs> I blame this thing. Yeah. Like, no, I've been using your koozie. Right. No one believes you. <laughs> I got all these dollar bills in my pocket. <laughs> Sue did great. Had two sacks. And two sacks. Right? Yeah. Uh, not to knock Gerald McCoy for being injured, but I think we can definitively say that it was uh, a, a good trade-off mm-hmm. getting Sue for McCoy. I think so. I think so. I agree. Uh, Vita Vea has got to step up. Yeah. You know? And he's just, he's just not playing with the ferociousness that I like to see from him. Well, again, he did not have a training camp again. So is it that? Yeah, right. Are we going to week five again? I don't know. Where he's going to start blowing it up. Right. Uh, Jamal Dean played well today. He had a great pass defense in the second quarter. Uh, Panthers tried to do a fake punt. We stopped that. I love that, was that one. That, that was, was so good. good. And yeah. especially they only needed like two yards, right? Yes. Yeah. Not only did we recognize it was a fake punt, but we executed very well. Yeah. I was really happy with special teams today because remember in the preview yesterday, I was concerned about that, especially that Pharaoh Cooper, which he only had one return, which was not that great. Uh, so we kept him in check, and and we got the stop on the punt. So so here's what we'll say about that. Apparently, the Raiders do not have good special teams. They can't mm-hmm. because we our special teams doesn't seem to be special, and we held Pharaoh. Yeah, their special teams could not hold Pharaoh. New Orleans, that's a different story. Fair to say. Yeah. 
Uh, Dean, yeah, Dean had some great, great plays. I'm, I'm saying that because I'm a big Jamal Dean fan. I like the guy. He did not have a good week last week. Yeah. He had a good week this week. Well, so And he came in after Carlton Davis got hurt. And did well. And apparently Carlton Davis's finger popped out of place and the training staff popped it back in. Ugh. Yuck. Levante David played well. He punched the ball out, got a uh, fumble for us. And he was third on the team for tackles. I think mm-hmm. he had nine. Mm-hmm. How many solo? You got that? I, don't, I know. I don't have a pull up okay. anymore. Uh, but then third quarter, uh, kind of after that, Brady throws an interception. And we just kind of just went, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we were up. And we. I, I, really, I really felt defensively that we were just like, man, eh, we'll just drain the clock out as much as we can. You know, and I don't, I don't like to see that. I don't like to see that for a number of reasons. One, strategically, it makes sense. Strategically, you're like, that's exactly what you want to do. Make them move slowly down the field a little bit, like blood, and just drain that clock. Let them score. Who cares? You know, but subjectively, I want, I wanted, I wanted to just, mm-hmm. I know, wanted that shutout. Yes, I, I did. Wanted I wanted the shutout. And I, I wanted to just beat them silly all up and down the field and make them go home with their tail between their legs. They're, I mean, they're kittens. So there you go. <laughs> 242 in the third quarter, we got our first holding call that we've gotten all year, and it wasn't even on us. It was on Carolina. That was the only holding call of the game. Something that weird going so on with weird. That. Very weird. Uh, then the, in the fourth quarter, we had that huge pass, 39 yards, Good uh, Bridgewater to uh, who was DJ Moore? DJ Moore. Uh, That that I don't like to see that. We've done that two games in a row now, where we're giving up, you know, a couple of big plays. Oh, I want to talk about that pass to Robbie Anderson, where in the pocket Shaquille Barrett threw whoever he was going up against, and then tossed him to the side. uh, Robbie Anderson caught it, and JPP and um. I don't. I can't remember who else it was. They flipped him over. He did like yeah. a cartwheel. Yeah, so that was they a actually, fun play. They actually made that part of the clips for the. I can't remember who it was, Fox or whatever. <laughs> when they'd show the two games, when they were like, you know, coming back from commercial break, it'd be that that play where yeah. you got JPP grabbing the guy in midair and just slamming. Yeah, him. legs all up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little dude too. Oh. I we didn't hold McCaffrey like I wanted like we yeah have I agree been, yeah. I agree, but he I mean he didn't do that bad I mean that well so. no he didn't and he got hurt I mean he had that ankle injury he did yeah. not come back from yes Carlton Davis had a nice interception in the fourth quarter ten oh five about approximately ten oh five and then that's when we put Leonard Fournette in and he just killed it. He killed oh, it. He how, really, he really put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, I mean that um, was the end of the game with him. How soul crushing was that touchdown that Shady McCoy missed? Oh, like did not catch. Went right oh. through his hands. I was like, oh, yeah, beautiful, just, beautiful pass, beautiful play, and then just poor execution by the guys that's supposed to catch the ball. So so upsetting, right through his hands. That's probably why he's a running back. But it, it wouldn't on, surprise buddy. me if next week the uh, the the lineup comes mm-hmm. out and it's Leonard Fournette first, Ronald Jones second. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Which you know I'm not knocking Shady. I mean he did good for us. He got mm-hmm. us a couple first downs and stuff like that. He he he's he's being uh, what's what's the word? Uh, he's filling the role. Filling the role. Yeah. Yes, and you know he's getting. F- Five touches a game, maybe, and uh, but you know Fournette has shown, given the same opportunities against the same defense, mm-hmm. he's going to pop off some plays. He's Ronald just Jones more is productive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which with running backs, that's what you want. I mean, you mm-hmm. you like consistency. You definitely, if you can get a running back that can get you four yards every time. Mm-hmm. You're going to go with that guy. And that's where you get your so workhorse yeah. running back. Yeah. But that that's generally more about the blocking. But then you've got these guys that can pop off, you know, two, three times a game. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that since. Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Mm-hmm. 
And you like it. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. Fun. When Fournette broke that run, I was just like, what? Yeah. And I didn't think he was going to make it. He was. He ran between two guys, and they were right behind him. And I was like, ah, you know, that's how it always works. So they're going to tackle him. And no, he like, whoop, right past <laughs> him. I was like, whoa. When was the last time we've seen that? Oh, you know what? Rojo had a little hurdle. He mm-hmm. jumped over a guy. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Those are fun. Yeah. Reminds me of LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt. I know. The hurdler. He, yep. I, I've been watching football since the 70s, and I had seen maybe five hurdles mm-hmm. from, uh, we'll say, 1970 to 2010. And then with LeGarrette Blunt, I'd see five hurdles a game. I know. <laughs> I he loved was so it. fun. Oh, I, was, I hated I, when we got rid of him. You know, I was so mad at Shiano about that. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. I. I thought that was a very poor decision. I think that <laughs> that my evaluation of that proved true. I think uh, Legarrette Blount he won two t- Super Bowls, mm-hmm. maybe three. I'm not sure. He was always very, very entertaining running back. That's what you say about him. And when it comes down to it, that's what this is. This is entertainment. So Fournette did very well, and then McCoy drops that touchdown pass. Ah, ah. That was upsetting. Yeah, Fournette had a 29-yard run that set us up for that. And I'm like, Fournette catches the ball very well, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, why didn't we have Fournette out there catching the ball? I know. And then Sue had another sack when they got their next possession after our touchdown. We never relinquished the lead. We got the lead. We drove it up three scores. The closest they got was within two. No. I think one. One. They were touchdown down. Briefly. Eight man. No, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was angry when they were within one. <laughs> I'm pacing. I'm like, oh yeah. no, no. Because it did kind of feel reminiscent of years past, where you're like, are we seriously giving up a 21 point lead? We're not the Falcons. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that aggravated me about it was, I know we could just stomp. We could curb stomp these guys. Yeah. We could have run them into the ground and just beat them up. And we just, we took our foot off the gas and let them get within one score. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't know. Yeah. And I did feel like at times the offense has not gelled yet. And that's fine. You know, it is week two. We have to give them a little bit of leeway. Uh, But they did make huge strides from last week. I mean, the penalties, that was huge. And special teams made a lot of progress, I thought. Um, And... The offense, you know, Mike Evans getting involved in the game. That was great. We didn't have, yeah, we didn't have Chris Godwin and really his absence. I didn't think was felt, uh, not to say that we don't love Chris, but you know, we have enough guys there to kind of fill the gap. Yeah. Godwin's going to pop off this year. He's the the guy that I think is going to really benefit under Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. You know, we've talked about this in podcasts. He's, he's, he's the guy that can catch the ball and run with it. Mm -hmm. And you know, he, he can take contact. I mean, you're not going to hit him when he's going to fall down. Scotty Miller. But <laughs> he's going to benefit from Brady's ability to throw the ball on target while you're running. Yeah. I think Godwin's going to benefit from that the most. So we'll be happy to have him back. When he comes back, yeah. Thankfully, everyone else stepped up in his place. Yeah. No, everybody played great. I I really think we should have beat him down a little bit more just to make a statement yeah. and just to get it one to make me feel better <laughs> and really, help your fantasy team. That's right. Re- I wrote my fantasy team off this year. It's a COVID <laughs> year. I'm not, just, you're you opting noticed? out, you know, I'm, I'm opting. <laughs> you know, but you have, you noticed there's been no COVID outbreaks at all. None. Not yeah. A single one. Last week, all there to earn out. Gosh, who was it? Ian Rappaport put out a tweet today and said that there were no positive tests today. Yeah, we were Saturday. worried about that. That's time. why our whole fantasy football league and us, we all decided, okay, this is kind of a throwaway year because you're going to have whole, you know, when one running back gets COVID, everybody's going to have to go into quarantine and in that running back room. So, you know, you can't do your handcuffs and all that. So we decided, yeah, we're just going to, it's going to be a throwaway year. And none of that has applied. I want to add this too. Hats off to the NFL 
and the uh, the media guys for doing the sound. I can't tell the difference. I know. I really I can't. It is incredible. Like watching the broadcast, hearing the stand, like they will. Um, when the Bucks like lost a challenge, they booing. pipe in the booing, they pipe and in the booing. it was awesome. Yeah. It was so cool. And the players have really. They all say they've all in all their interviews. They say that it's it's like a practice. It feels like a practice. And I'm like, wow, that's how they practice. They're really playing how you should. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. You practice like you play. Yeah. And I have noticed nothing about the performance of the guys. The only thing I could say, if I were, if you had a gun to my head, I would say, physically, it's a it's a little bit down, but not bad. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Yeah. And I feel, you know, they're not doing that little bit extra because the crowd's there or whatever. But no, I've been really impressed. Now, I do miss the crowd shots. Uh, Molly knows this when I watch boxing, UFC, and all that good stuff. I love to watch the crowds. I watch the crowds probably more than I watch the actual fights. And I'm the same. Whenever they pan to the crowds in the NFL, I will stop it and pause it. And I'll sit there and look at everybody. And I'll be like, oh, hey, look at this person and all that. Ralph's a people crowd. watcher. Very much people In watcher. general. And I miss that. Other than that, though, man, NFL's done a superb job with this. I don't feel like there's not a stadium full of people. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a plus. But we were worried about the COVID stuff, but there's been no COVID whatsoever. It's not affected the NFL at all. Nobody has gotten sick from it. Not a single player has gotten sick from it's it. It's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, hats off to the NFL for this. And let's just keep moving this forward. Mm -hmm. So you've got uh, nobody in the stands and we're beating up the Panthers. I mean, we're just stomping them. We, be, we beat the mess out of them in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like stepchildren. It was just like, shut up, go to your no room. No contest. Yeah, it was really a bad beat down. And then after that, we took our breaks off till the fourth quarter, and then or yeah. took our breaks off. <laughs> Ralph can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph been drinking. We took our gas off, and uh, then the fourth quarter we went eh, just enough to win. You yeah, know, it's like eh, okay. Yeah, shut up. We didn't Are they just trying to make it exciting for us fans? Is that what it is? You called that exciting? I was <laughs> I was kind of sick to the stomach there for a little bit. I was like, what are we doing? You love the drama though. I do. I like that on-field drama. I don't like the the rumor drama. Who said yeah. what about who? And yeah. Is this going to split the locker room and all that? I mean, that's fun. I enjoy that, too. <laughs> Nowhere near as much as the on-the-field stuff. To me, that's what football is. That's where our entertainment value comes from. It's 30% at least. Yeah. Give me that. That's true. But a good showing, a lot of improvement since last week. A lot to build on. Yes. How much of that improvement was against a crappy team, though? Possibly, and we'll find out more against the Broncos next week. Going to be a good game. I think I think it's going to show us a lot. Uh, you know, Arians hasn't played the Broncos, this Broncos team. You know, he's played Carolina, even though it's a whole new team. He's played New Orleans, and we're going into Denver. Uh, Lindsey might still be out. Right. And uh, Von Miller is out. Yeah. And then uh, one of their cornerbacks, they just put on IR. Too. Yeah. So they're hurt. They're limping. Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably not going to win today. We're going to Denver, right? Who did they play? They played already, right? And there's going to be fans from. in the stand. Uh, yes. Who did they play? Yeah. But they their fan capacity was like 7%. They're going to have like yeah. 5,000 people there. Right, but still. It's going to be fans. Yeah. Plus, they'll probably still be able to pump music in. Yeah. No, no, in. they can't. <laughs> it's either fans or you can pump. 5,000 fans? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, Shaq Barrett will be going home. That's his. He played there four okay. years. Yeah that's, yeah, that's right. It'll be the first game against his uh, his home team. And, you know, he's going to want to prove a point. And, I, God, I need him to prove a point. I'm very upset with Shaq Barrett's play. He hasn't played bad. Not by any stretch. But he's not putting forth the effort. I'm seeing him out there. He's not. Uh, and they, they do have him playing a different role. More so. And I, I want to see him do. I love Shaq. 
I love, mm-hmm. I was so impressed with him last year. And what I'm seeing from him this year is kind of a, like you said, you know, you got the, the contract thing. It's almost like he's like, I'm going to do my job, but I'm not going to do any extra. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't want to Well, I mean, that. he played the way that he did last year to get a contract and you still can't get one. Like yeah. that's, I could see where you'd be a little despondent about that. Yeah. And he's getting no recognition. I mean, they didn't even have him ranked. You know, yeah. who was a pro football focus? Yeah. Oh, God. And some guys that, that right drives them, especially like, I feel like players like JPP, that's kind of his personality. Like, he likes that. Mm-hmm. Or if he's underrated, it mm-hmm. just doesn't bother him. You know what uh, Shaq needs to do? Get a new agent. Maybe. Yes. One thing I can tell you about Shaq Barrett, great personality. He is entertaining as just an individual. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of those people that is fun to be around in the locker room and everything. He loves music. You know, constantly got music playing. He likes to dance. He's 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 always talking, you know. I think if he got an agent, say Gerald McCoy's old agent, Cordon. I think he doesn't he have Drew Rosenhaus and that his current agent. Really? I think so. Rosenhaus? I think so. Fact check. Yeah. Okay. You might be right. I, th- I, I yeah. I think I remember that during the off season. I was like, oh, Rosenhaus going to get him an extension for yeah. sure. But Rosenhaus isn't a media guy. What what Shaq needs to do is get out in front of the cameras and put his personality out there. He's got a great personality. Yeah. And. When people attach the personality with his performance from last year, I think that would get him excited about performing now. I think I think he's really, and th- and this is just pure one hundred percent speculation. We have him playing a coverage role this year, much more so. Last week it was twenty three, twenty two percent of the time he was in coverage. That's not Shaq's thing. Mm-mm. It's fine to do three or four times a game just to discombobulate the offense, but man, not one out of every five times. That's just, that's just silly. And I think he's gotten kind of about that. And then he didn't get his contract extension, which means the team didn't recognize him as somebody worthy to, you know, make a kerfuffle about. And then all these rankings come out and the NFL itself is not recognizing him. So I think he's, he's, it, it it seems to me like he's gotten despondent. I, I can see that. And, but, yeah. It, it's, I don't know. It's not like uh, he's over there pouting. I don't think he's just putting forth the effort he was last year. Well, if that. there's no reward. Yeah, like right. Like you exactly. play the best Incentives season of matter. your career and yeah. there's no reward to it. <laughs> You're the Why sack leader you? of, the, of yeah. the league. and You can't even you get a get contract. no recognition from yeah. anybody. Even your own team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it too. But then again, that's me adding speculation onto, you know, seeing his performance and how they're using him. And it's just like, eh. He had a couple decent plays this week. But I'm telling you, last year, man, he was just lighting it up every play. And this year, he's just kind of going through the motions, man. And it, honestly, I haven't seen him do anything. Nothing special. We saw that one play where you tossed that guy. Yeah, that one's fun. Yeah. Other than that, it's been like, eh. So, JPP is playing JPP. Vita has got to step up. He is playing no... Uh, he's playing uh, almost like a wall, and that's not his thing. I mean, Vita's a push-forward guy, a very violent, aggressive tossing guys around and just having fun out there being strong. And he's not doing that this year. I did see a few plays this game where he got some good push and was in, uh, he forced uh, Teddy Bridgewater to run out. I I hope I'll see on the film. Yeah. That, I know. noticed a couple of plays like that. I noticed a couple of plays where they held him too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Golston, bam, bam. Bam! Two games in a row. He has he has been the best guy on the line. And you know what? He was one of those training camp warriors. The the underwear soldier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is playing really good. He's playing with a lot of fire. He's playing angry. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. 
We already talked about this, didn't we? A little bit, yeah. Because, yeah, you brought up that he is emulating Sue because Sue mm-hmm. plays angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sue had a great game. Uh, if, if, if I had to rank our defense, and this is shocking for me to say, it would be whoo, very close tie between the linebackers and the secondary. Inside linebackers and secondary. Uh, but I would... Mm, As bad or good? No, good. Okay. It, it's number one. Okay. Oof, man, I... I, I want to say uh, I want to say secondary. Going to give secondary the number one spot on our defense, and then our inside linebackers, and then our line. That shocks me. That totally shocks me. I thought this year for sure it would be our line would be number one. Because mm-hmm. they had such a good showing last year, and yeah. the secondary didn't really have mm-hmm. it together. Yep. So step it up, defensive line. That's what I'm saying. Um, I think there were a lot of good things, a lot of things to build on, a lot of improvements from last week. Definitely. So I'm just and it wasn't happy. it wasn't improvements where the quality of the team the the opponent mattered. It was just we didn't make as many mistakes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know we were in sync a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's you could definitely tell there's the ways to go. Yeah, and offense. particularly like on the offense where you have like Cyril Grayson, you know, the pass bounces off his helmet. Uh, Scotty a, Miller had one pass, I think, where it was like right through his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCoy. McCoy is right through his hands. So there's a yeah. little bit where the receivers need to get on board or on the same page, but definitely room for improvement there. And again, we saw frustration from Tom Brady with that last year with his receivers at New England. So you hope that they can build that cohesion this year and oh, gel. They're going to get an earful tomorrow. I think Tom Brady's <laughs> the kind of guy that he's going to be partying on the plane tonight. He's going to let everybody, because incentives matter. Yeah. You know, so this is going to be a great plane ride back. He's no, gonna that's make a sure home game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, great after party. Yeah. Maybe they're all out there in the parking lot with uh, Arians. I think one of them, that. yeah, uh, I think somebody in the post-game press conferences, I want to say it was Carlton Davis, said that they all respect Tom Brady so much, so they're going to try to improve as much as they can like for him, for his benefit. The next primetime game we have is going to be the most telling game, I think, because that's going to that's gonna show our defense to me. Mm-hmm. The, the, the defensive guys, we've talked about this on the podcast, They've never gotten any recognition. Levante David, uh, Vita Vea, uh, Shaq Barrett, all these guys, have they're fantastic elite-level players. They've never gotten any national recognition. Now, here it is. We're going to get a national game coming up. Mm-hmm. And our defense knows the spotlight's going to be on us because of our offense, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Gronkowski. So they're going to want to make a name. They're going to be like, hey, y'all guys have been ignoring us forever. Here we are. So I think our next national game coming up is going to be huge. That's going to be the mm-hmm. – it's going to it's going to be what tells who we are as a team. And that's going to be uh, – let me see. Oh, my gosh. It's not until ah, – help me out here. What do you got? Rob's got his calendar. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have it. He oh and gosh, we got 425. The 25th of uh, October. Bucks okay. Raiders? No, no, no. My bad. Uh, the October 8th, Bucks at Bears, 8.20 p.m. Okay. Between then, we've got uh, Bucks at Broncos, 425. Eh, which you could, you could say it's a national game, but. Could be. <laughs> then we have Chargers at Bucks, 1 p.m. October 4th, and then. Three days, four days later, we've got Bucks at Bears, 8.20 p.m. Now, that's going to be the game where we're going to know where our defense stands because those guys are going to play blood, snot, and tears. (laughs) And if they don't, I'm going to be worried. Oh, I think that they will. Yeah. I hope the Bears don't have fans. I hope the Bears don't do like they did to Detroit week one. 
gosh. We're going to let you be up 24 <laughs> points and then come back and win the game. They did the same thing this week, I too. Know. They were up 14 zip on the Packers. In the first quarter, and you looked at me and you said, yeah. That's what they <laughs> did last gonna week. Lose this so. game, sure enough. Poor Detroit. Typical Detroit. You know what? Like Atlanta. Detroit can do certain things with my body parts that aren't appropriate to say. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see Brett Favre was in the Buck Stadium today? How did Brett Favre get in the I stadium? Know. He was That's like in bullshit. the seats. Yeah. What's that all about? I don't, he's Brett Favre. I think that's what it's about. And he was wearing a Tom Brady t-shirt. Ooh, it was cool. Tom as Bucko Bruce. Yeah. So is Favre, Favre jumped in on this whole controversy about Brady and Arians. Yeah, that was annoying. And he took Brady's side. Butt out, Brett. Vociferously. It, if he's wearing a Tom Brady merchandise shirt. And he showed up at the game he showed where up there's at the no game. other fans. Are they? Is he trying to make a point? Are they coordinating? Are they working together? Collusion. Collusion. I don't think so. I think it's just he's Brett Favre and he can do what he wants in the NFL. He's trying to ride that Tom Brady train. Probably, yeah. Hey, that's that's the train. I'm riding it. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo, Tom Brady. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll be in the caboose. I don't care. (laughs) Give me a ticket. We got Tom Brady. Man. I know. I know. Did you see that gif of him on the sideline? Yeah. Where he's on the, he's like. Well, you were going to cut it up at first. You I were know. like, he's like, oh, I like that face. And then somebody else tweeted yeah, it. Yeah. Thank eh. God they did. I yeah. didn't have to do it. You saved um, it. It was awesome. But then he was pissed at the fumble. They caught him cussing on the sideline. Yeah. He was like. Yeah. And they were like, God, you didn't need any rippleading for that. I mean, rippleading. I'm reading. This is the COVID haircuts are gone. I'm getting my haircut next week. I'm sick of this man. <laughs> that was a Molly special right there. I think you did great with the haircuts, but I did, we just haven't cut it in a month. It a Two mess. months, I think. And your clippers, uh, clippers broke died. in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. COVID casualty. <laughs> uh, but this, I feel like I'm from Cobra Kai. I got the 80s haircut. Cobra Kai. I got the does. wings going. That's what they used to call it in the 80s, the wings. wings. When you split it down Wasn't the middle. Was that like 70s? Yeah, Was okay, 80s, 70s. 70s. Didn't you have a school picture like that? Yeah, all my school pictures <laughs> were like this. All the dudes. Whoosh, wings. <laughs> Andy Gibbs. <laughs> Crazy cool medallions. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, Ralph. You okay. Got any finishing thoughts? Uh, yes. Final thoughts. Uh, Buccaneers, start beating guys into the ground because I don't want to be sweating it like I was in the third quarter. It did make it fun, though. The ups, the downs, w- the highs, the lows. After last week, this wasn't fun to, <laughs> to feel this way. I was like, if we lose to the Panthers, Ralph, and they you love suck. misery. Stop that. <laughs> so You're a masochist. Come on. Next week, <laughs> yeah, a little bit maybe. More of a sadist problem. You like the drama. It's America. just the drama. You love the drama. I like the blood pumping, man. <laughs> so I like my music. I like my music to pump my heart for me. Next well, week, well, you know, mission accomplished. The Bucks did that today, didn't they? Come on. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about, but uh, next week. Bucks at Broncos, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is going to be a good game. It's uh, out of division. We're going to see Bruce Arians going up against a team he hasn't played. And it's it's a, a crippled team. We should win this, but it is at Denver. It's always a hard place to play mm-hmm. just based on the oxygen levels. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, this this week, my summation of it is we didn't beat them as bad as we should have. But I'm happy with the win. It's a good win, and Atlanta got the crap beat out of us. Well, oh, yeah. they gave up. We didn't even talk about a that. A 20-point we were, lead. We were so excited about that. Yes, Atlanta got... Embarrassed. <laughs> Atlanta like, got what Super is their aversion to 20-point leads? What is wrong with them? <laughs> 
<laughs> you oh, know, my God. 28 to three, give that up, lose the Super Bowl. Oh, man, I'd hate to be an Atlanta fan. I know. For, for any number of reasons, mm-hmm. but that being the main one. I do relish in their misery. So. Do, love it. Sucks for you. Love it. If I could, I'd kick them down while they're down <laughs> in the face. Always. Yep. So, anyhow, uh, Bucks at Broncos next week, 425 p.m. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, leave a comment down in the YouTubes. <laughs> or you can reach us Twitter. Our handle is at Bucks underscore Observer. Uh, you can go to the website. There's a whole bunch of places to get in touch with us. We do appreciate hearing from you. It's always Molly that handles all that. It's me. So there you go. There we go. All right. Any last words, Molly? Go Bucks. <laughs> that caught me off guard. <laughs> no, we got to do our, our <laughs> outro. All right. Here we go. No last Ready? words. Ready? Drum roll, please. Until next time. Go Bucks.